Bippity-boppity-boo. Hi, um, everybody. I don't have a song. You're singing one right now. I've got a song in my heart. Are you on? Are we on? We are. Hey, guys. Welcome to the podcast. What the ship are you doing? Yep. What the ship are you doing? What the ship are you doing? You guys got a ship happening? Everybody's always looking for a good ship. Right? My name's Kirsten. I'm Lisa. And we're doing this thing today. Today. We are, we are experiencing the quarantines. Yep. And so we thought we might do a little podcast about not necessarily just self-care, but yeah, self-care during the quarantine. How do quality you keep time. your quality time? How to deal with being with people that you love for long periods of time. Right. Because as much as we love our people, having to be with them all the time can be kind of exhausting. We yeah. might need our little quiet. I know I do need my solo time, time alone, uninterrupted, whatnot. Yeah. So how do you achieve that without stepping on toes, without being mean to each other? How do you keep from being mean to each other when you're in a quarantine? Right. What right. do you do? How do you stay away from me? Yeah. Well, I feel like we've gone over some of these things in earlier episodes of like, I try to make sure I'm in tune with me. I noticed for myself, like fear will start to creep up in my body. Like, let's say I'm, I'm reading news articles or I'm just yeah. doing some activity. And if I, if I keep doing whatever activity is exacerbating that fear, instead of like checking in and going and taking care of that, it can show up in my behavior later. Sure. And I don't, I don't want to have that happen as much as possible. So I'm trying to give myself breaks from everything. Now, again, I work in a position where I have to kind of be in the stream of news all the time. Right. You work in social media. So yeah, social so, media is a part of your day no matter what. Right. And I'm on, I have to be on top of the trends of what's happening day to day. And it's a lot and it's happening so quickly and it can be very scary. And I'll notice a visceral reaction. It's like, actually, it lives in my stomach. So I know exactly the feeling. And it's like, oh, I'm feeling scared. I'm right. feeling afraid. And that's not about the people around me. And so it's something where I just need to make sure that I'm taking breaks. I'm taking pauses. I'm using, uh, I think there is a room for healthy distractions um, at Absolutely. times. I think that it can be a healthy coping mechanism. There's a reason why we develop coping mechanisms is to deal with stress and to deal with fear. Right? Absolutely. I think it's important too, like... You know, while we've all got, you know, this sort of worry, it's important to um, just also check out of it for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean you like check out of it by withdrawing or being in denial. It just means, okay, I'm aware that there's a situation. I'm aware that there's a thing going on, but I also need to maintain my own self, my own sanity. Right. So like staying, you know, uh, staying interested in things that excite you is really the best way right time to dust off those hobbies mm-hmm. pull them out and use them or find new hobbies uh oh, yeah. i know kirsten today learned that she can take a <gasps> course online yes there is uh, there's a local pilot school that is having their ground lessons uh virtual for the next four <gasps> weeks so i will be able to get into that and do that and learn how to be a pilot that is so incredible. Right? So good. Yeah, it was, uh, it's just so cool. Like, there's a lot of free resources online to learn. There's a lot of online courses to take. Like, if you've had something that you've always been curious about, like, learn now it now. If, especially if you're stuck at home, it might be time to learn Spanish. <laughs> or whatever Today it could is. Be the day. Or if you're like me and really the excitement of just 
laying on a couch and binge watching a whole series or TV show, whatever. 16 seasons. Right? If you're really excited to just, boom, watch all of that, freaking do it. Yeah. And I think that, you know, obviously we're going to have to find new ways to define what balance looks like. Yeah, sure. And that's the versatility. Like we talked about this in like, when you and I, Lisa, when we went over what we wanted to talk about in this podcast originally, it was like one of the major skill sets that we got to talk about regularly is versatility. Mm. Like the ability to adapt to change because nothing is the same. Like as much as we pretend that things are the same from day to day, they're just not. Like just the most honest uh, version of reality involves one where it's constantly changing. Yeah. So I think in a relationship, we need to be able to adapt to the moment. But something I want to say I'm grateful for is that my family here is so good at being supportive of me feeling my feelings as they are. And I am, I feel like I am back and we've had kind of a little bit of a rotation of this, but I had a kind of a bigger emotional uproar last week inside myself where I felt like, oh, I should be stronger. I should be this or I should be that. I was shooting all over myself. You should all over this house. I should all over myself. shooting all over yourself. Yeah. And I was, I was scared and I was ashamed for feeling scared. And my family around me was like, oh, you get to feel scared and that's okay. Scary times. And so I felt it and I cried about it and I shared it. And I felt better. Right. It's amazing how once you talk about the scary things, they become less scary. Ooh, you have a quote for that, right? Like the, the boogeyman? Lights, the lights are on all over the world and the boogeyman is exposed. Yeah. Dr. Robin Hill. It's such a great way to recognize that, yeah, oh, I said a thing about what I was feeling and then suddenly it wasn't such a scary thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I think that addressing it or giving it light, um, something that I also believe in is like when I feel like I'm spiraling and like I'm anxious or stressed or scared or depressed or anything like that, uh, my coping mechanism for that is I I call it phoenixing. What I do is I actually fully embrace it and let it like, I'm like, let's go. If we're spiraling, let's spiral all the way. Like I won't do anything destructive or dangerous or anything like that. But like inside of my own emotional self, instead of resisting all the feelings I'll fully embrace and be like let's do it we're deep diving we're going all the way all the way into the darkness right and I'll just go there and feel it fully and I've noticed that that actually helps me process through it faster so that I can bounce because every cycle you know everything cycles nothing is permanent everything is temporary so even my negative feelings even my sadness even my depression Mm -hmm. and so I'll use that as a tool to get through it so that I can get back into the place of feeling somewhere in the middle That reminds me of my process of uh, when I'm getting ready to go on stage. There's always that moment of nerves where my whole body just like tingles and gets kind of shaky and it feels like I have to pee and just so many things. Just whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Are you really going to step out on that stage and do this in front of these people? Yeah. Um, And I do a whole body exercise where I take from the top of my head through every muscle in my body and push it into the ground. Mm, Grounding. Yeah. And push all of that into the ground, take a breath and then step on stage. I love that. Um, and it sounds like that's kind of like in, you just explained the emotional version and yeah. I explained the physical version. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. No, and I love it. I think having coping mechanisms on all different levels is important. Absolutely. And for those of you that have done a lot of self-development work, 
use all your tools right now. Don't, I, this is something that Don't I- go Bogart in the tools. Right. Sometimes I'm like, oh, well, I already know that one or I'm above that one or I've already, but no, no. use all the tools right now. Use them all. Eat Here's healthy. the beauty about learning a tool. Yeah. Is that now that you have it, you might not need it right now, but put it on the shelf. Don't throw it in the trash. Right. You, you know, you're going to want that rock hammer again, eventually. Exactly. You know, so keep it. Yeah. And there's, there's guided meditations out there that I'm hearing people talk about that are fantastic that just help people center. If you've never learned meditation before, now's the time. There's this little gal called YouTube. She's got lots of information. There are 30 day free yoga challenges. There's all Mm -hmm. kinds of ways to process your feelings. I want, here's the thing. Everyone is going to do it differently. A hundred percent. There's no wrong answers. There's no right answers. There's what's good for you. Because we've got three people in our home Mm -hmm. and it's not the same. And we are very similar people and we are all very different people. And the answer for how to, how we're to get through a a quarantine, that's possibly going to be a couple of months is do it your way. And different probably day to day too. Absolutely. Well, I'm going to do it my way and you're going to do it your way. Mm -hmm. And the best thing, and Kay's going to do it her way. And the best thing you can do is support your surrounding people in their way of it. Now, if someone in your home is destructive, obviously you want to, you want to take care of that. You want to help curb that. And there are still, and there are also resources for people. Like I've been hearing people talk about people who are in quarantine with abusive relationships or abusive partners. Like, Typically, they get the you know a break from that because they go to, to work, work and they get a break from it. Then, uh, and there are resources currently where people can reach out and find ways to help get support. Yeah, and I wish I had the name of those resources, but you know we can put them on the post. Right, I'm sure like Google yeah, has has that information. Absolutely, you know, quarantine. Uh, yeah and what's nice is like Brene Brown has a whole bunch of really good books on dealing with your own shame and 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 honestly sometimes that stuff really perpetuates fear and all the that sort of thing so also our good friend Brene uh she just started a podcast yes uh so find Brene Brown's podcast on anywhere you find your podcasts because it is now available and up Absolutely. And I mean, you know, this is a good time to check in regularly with your people. Just be like, hey, let's let's all, you know, be open and honest and vulnerable about what we are feeling. And if you've got children that you're walking through these kinds of feelings, this is, you know, it's something where it's like all of us are kind of just making up as we go. No one's experienced this before. I get that we've had pandemics and plagues and things like that in human history. But, but we have never cult, had yeah. a modern history like this. We've never right. had a global event where we're so interconnected with internet and things like that. Like this is all new. Right. What's lovely too is that we are so connected with our people. I mean, we've all had the opportunity to, I had a, a family FaceTime the other night with my brother and my niece. Uh, our roommate, she and a, and a couple of friends have been hanging out on like uh, Facebook messenger chats and like playing card games together. And Zoom chats. Zoom chat. We had a birthday Zoom ch- celebration the other day. We were all in our own living rooms, but we were all together having right. a party and it was so cool. A birthday shot for the birthday girl. Yeah, absolutely. So I love the, the creativity that's coming out of this. This is uh, really an opportunity for us to think outside the box. And, and I, I mean, one of my favorite apps is Marco polo which is a free video chat app where i can be video chatting 10 people at the same time having different conversations and checking in with my people because i think something that would be valuable right now is to talk about you know if you're alone at home yeah some people love that 
And some people love that, you know, after, after four days, you kind of get to like, okay, I could use more people. Right. Right. And there is something very valid. It seems like it wouldn't feel the same, but I mean, the other night, Lisa actually watched Frozen with a friend and they were both on uh, FaceTime with each other and they mm-hmm. synced up the sound so it was almost perfect and they watched Frozen 2 together and mm-hmm. had a good time. It was a great time. So it's, there's something about like... It was even more fun because she hadn't seen it and I had so I was like, ooh, ooh, wait, watch her reaction. Yeah. Watch her yeah. reaction. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, uh, you know, encourage you to use your tools and there's so many free tools. I get that there's, you know, a lot of unknowns right now. Um but I feel but there's like nothing to be done about that at the same scared, time. When there's when you've got unknowns standing in front of you, yeah, all you can do is wait out to find out what the known information is. We all have right. the information we need so far, you know, the information of washing your hands and social distancing, and from there, it's just a matter of being patient, figuring out what's going to happen next, and in the meantime, how do you self-soothe? Right, absolutely, and that is definitely a first layer of it. There is a, probably a lot of people right now. Um, probably a little bit more stressed about the economic side of it than necessarily the physical side of it, especially if you're young and healthy. Most certainly. Well, and then people like me, like I'm a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not ethical for me to go from home to home and right. rub people because I also have an out call business. So I go to your home and then I go to someone else's home and then I go to someone else's home. Right. And so I can't really work work right now. Right. And those those bring up real feelings for people. Sure. Like how do you how do you cope and what do you think about that? I mean, luckily, I'm in a situation where my partner and my housemates, we all like have a good deal going on together. And Mm -hmm. like economically, we're doing okay. Yeah, you feel safe. And right. Because we've teamed up. We're part of each other's quarantine. Right. Yeah, we have a quarantine. Yeah. Um, But I can't imagine, you know, people in my in my field who are single moms raising kids or, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and, you know, the the powers that be are talking about a stimulus package to give to people so they don't necessarily have to fight so hard for their financials for the next four months. Yes. And so it's being talked about. And I feel like um, our government is trying to help take care of us. I feel like our... um, we have, you know, we also have friends among us who are more financially stable than we might be, yeah. who have said, you know, have put feelers out like, hey, if anybody's struggling, here's support here. Right. And just so you guys know, there are a lot of Facebook groups right now popping up. And, and also there's the Nextdoor app where people are actually saying like, hey, I have too much of this or I need more of this. And people are bartering in there very carefully and safely um, trading goods and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that to really support each other. And I feel like this is going to be a really powerful time for community and reconnection. I've never talked so much to my family in my life, <laughs> not literally, but a- in the right. last few years, like I've never been so connected to sure. how are you doing? How are you feeling? Are you okay? Right. What do you need? Family group chat. Yeah. And, and memes. I feel like I actually know what my neighbors are talking about right now because I'm right. on the app. And so it's it just, it's incredible, uh, the opportunities here. And I think that as we shift out of fear and into a little bit more neutral of a space, it's easier to see opportunities, mm-hmm. which is really what I'm trying to promote here. That's why we talked about so many coping skills. It's like, listen, you have to take care of you first. You have to have a full cup before you can give to anyone else. And then from yeah, that do. space, you will see and feel and experience opportunities. You know, people who are trying to sell houses right now are finding ways to do it virtually. Like one mm-hmm. person has a video camera and the other person's like, ooh, show me that closet again. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> and so there are possibilities and opportunities to make money, to support yourself, to barter. There might even be opportunities where let's say your landlord would rather have someone in the house than try and find someone else to move in right now. So they might let you pause your rent or 
take a, a reduction in rent for the next few months. Like right. we are all in this together. This isn't something that you're experiencing alone, as lonely as it could feel. Sure. This is global. Yeah. We are all feeling it and we are all in different stages and cycles of it. I have days where I'm down and other people are up and I feel like as long as we keep the rotation going, right. we can all, I just, it reminds me of the concept that we learned about in Grace the sistering concept and not sisters in the sense of like blood sisters, but sisters in the sense of the construction sense where you're like two posts uh, leaning against each other. And it's that strength that you get when you're all working together towards the same goal. It's not one leaning on the other where the other one's going to fall over. Right. It's like, we're all, you know, like a little teepee. Yes. I like it. Those are some of my thoughts about it. What are you, what are you thinking? Um, I was just trying to think of like, you know, if you were, looking for I'm just curious I'm wondering what people are doing in their own homes like what are people doing to you know stay sane when because everybody has that cooped up feeling luckily here like we were talking before here in Southern California it's gorgeous it's springtime Mm -hmm. so we can go outside into our backyard and play with the dogs and and whatnot or we can walk the dogs around the neighborhood Um, but uh, I know up where my mom lives they just got snowed on so they're right. also used to sort of being cooped up, but at the same time, like how are people combating the coop feel? You know, like what are the people out there doing? What I I'd love to hear it. So please message us. But something that I th- I think is funny, and I've seen in memes a couple of times, is like as soon as you're told you have to stay home, suddenly you want you to go have everywhere. To go. Yes, and like people normally would just be like at home, you know, looking at their devices, whatever, checked out, but suddenly we're like oh we all want to be at the beach or the park or whatever or yeah there's that anti uh anti-directional feeling yeah of where where you know if the norm is everybody's supposed to stay home then you want to go places but if you're supposed to go places then all you want to do is stay home we're so weird we are so weird but i'm cool with it yeah well and i think being honest about that is important and admitting where we're at and knowing that that changes like today I am itching to go hiking like I just I've got to go somewhere I've got to right. and I wasn't feeling that at all this last week really right luckily we have a couple of secret trails that we can that aren't populated with people right yes yeah. Shh, don't tell anyone right. I'm just kidding we're giving them out on, on <laughs> iHeart hiking if you go over there we have a different page for that um yeah so um I was going to say, you mentioned earlier something about quality time. Yeah, because obviously we all have a lot of time right now. There's not the hustle and bustle of of regular life really going on. You know, kids aren't being taken to lessons and, uh, you know, karate class is closed. So you've got a lot of quantity time. Mm. How do you take that quantity of time and make it quality for you? Uh, and I can only speak for myself as a, as a, as a person who, you know, lives in a house with two other people, but for myself, quality time is taking the opportunity to do what I feel is best right now. So let's say, let's say I have a lot of extra time and today I want to take a nap. I'm going to do that. I'm not really a napper, but I might, I might have a nap. Yeah, I did yesterday. I totally took a nap. <laughs> <laughs> and also yes. our quality time was about making the time with the people around us count for something. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being in a room with someone else who's kind of sharing the space, sometimes that's nice. Sometimes just sharing space is a lovely thing where you don't necessarily have to have a conversation. You don't necessarily have to pull things apart or whatever. Um, and you just like sit side by side and both of you are scrolling through your TikTok or one's on their social media. And it's not necessarily... 
about having to do or be something. Mm-hmm. It's about just being in your space and be, being comfortable. Yeah. For me, that's what quality time is. The comfort level I can experience with someone else in my space. Yeah. Right? For me, quality time is, uh, it's much more connection-based. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there is a connection that is felt when both of you can be in each other's space without necessarily always needing to talk about something, like you said, or pull something apart. Right. You might not have anything that needs to be pulled apart. And that might not be that quarantine might not be the time to pull something apart. Right. Especially without a mediative source, like a therapist or something like that, if if you haven't done it before. Sure, sure. Well, and it's definitely a time period where some feelings are going to be heightened. It's like everybody's on their period right now. We just need to let everyone be a little hormonal, give everyone just a little bit of chocolate and a little bit of slack. Yeah. You know, lots of slack. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, introverts, please check on your extroverts. We're not okay. No, I'm just kidding. And extroverts, check on your introverts. They they might be (laughs) going a little stir crazy as well. Right. Especially the introverts that now have to have people around them all the time. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing that from people. Yeah. They're like, there are people in my space all, all the time. time. Yeah. So, you know, we all have different coping skills to share with each other. And um, that's how we grow is, is we share each other like knowledge, not like cookies. There you go. Yeah. I like it. Oh, good cookie smells good. Let's go have some cookies. Let's have cookies. All right. Thanks for listening today, you guys. Yeah, thank you. I hope you. you found this mildly informative. Nope. Uh, how are you uh, dealing with the quarantine? Send us an email. Send us a text. Not a text. We don't have that uh, that resource for you guys. But uh, if you have my number, text me. Yeah. With Message the- us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. all the places. At what the ship are you doing or what the ship are you doing at gmail.com. Um, and reach out. Give us your thoughts. What are you doing to cope? What are What's your family experiencing? Like share stories. We, we would love to hear your stories. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.